Hello and welcome to the Claret Blue Brothers with myself, Spencer, and my younger brother, Brad. We are back. Yeah, sorry, another protracted time there where we've been away and we have missed so many games in that short period of time. Um, but we'll go through them today. We'll we'll talk a little, little bit about the transfer window, which is now open in January, and the ins and outs and the, the possibilities and permutations of that. Uh, the foul situation, uh, we'll, we'll talk that, about that uh, a little bit later in the show. And perhaps uh, a little bit on the number of games that the players are, are having to play, because I know there were some rumours of potential strikes by the player unions and that, and also uh, two checks, new contracts. So we have got loads to talk about and we'll try and squeeze it into a 30-minute show. Um, <laughs> Ralph, how are you? How was your Christmas? Well, yeah, I've just sobered up enough to do this again. So, yeah, I'm just, uh, let's get the ball rolling. I am pleased to say I've been sober the whole year. So that's a massive achievement on my part. So, uh, yeah, yeah, all good. Nice. So you didn't have a drink on um, New Year's Day then? No, no, nothing. Well, after nothing midnight, since... you didn't have. You did not have a drink. No, it was in bed by eleven. Went out for Chinese with the missus in bed for eleven. Uh, I ain't had a drop of drink since then. Hmm. So what are we? Three days in? Yeah, you're yeah. starting to struggle now. You're getting the shakes and all that. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's a lot, lot clearer. The world is a lot clearer now. Um, <laughs> So you want to go back on the booze? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm changing my pronouns now. <laughs> I found out what that is. <laughs> oh, that's me. Get me the sack in the first week of the new year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on, because we've got lots of, loads to go through. Um, yeah. So the first game we missed was probably one that we're really glad that we missed is Fulham away. Now, I know there was... Um, a bug in the camp. Uh, there was illness in there, but um, a five and a heavy five nil defeat um, in that game. Yeah, not a lot really to talk about from that game, apart from the poor old boys who went on the uh, on the fun boat down the Thames, crashed into the crashed into the bridge. That's uh, yeah, Emma Smith Bridge, wasn't it? That's, it was going to uh... be a bad day from there, really, wasn't it? So yeah, oh. Skip over that one. Like you said, there's I'd, a bug, just like there's a say, bug in the system. <laughs> yeah, we'll again, I, I said Real Jimenez likes a goal against West Ham, and yeah. he duly delivered in that game. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't. So, I think um, the, the only thing was off the back of that game that did cause a lot of ruptures, didn't it? I mean, certainly in social media, and there's a lot of anger um, directed at Moyes. Yeah, you know that game, and and also the Liverpool game, which we'll we'll come to. Um, but yeah, actually, you know, there's some fantastic results in there. But uh, we we can discuss that uh, a little bit uh, further on. But uh, Fulham will will try and scrub Fulham. from the from the memory on <laughs> Let's that. Just one. gloss over that one. Yeah, that you know they had the two bob bits, and um, you know, but yeah. never mind. So the next one was Freiburg at home, and I think. Um, in that game, really, I, I expected Freiburg to, to give us a turn of a much harder test, I think. I, yeah. I don't know if you agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I was a bit worried about this one. I thought they were the strongest uh, in the group. We'd left ourselves open a little bit and come down to this game to win. Win and takes all finishes in that top spot. Um, and to be fair, I think they crumbled. I think uh, Freiburg crumbled under, under that pressure. They just didn't, really didn't test it at all. I mean, we played 
played really well, um, got the win, um, and looked totally in control of the game for, for well, large parts of the game. We looked totally in control of it. So, yeah, um, was happy with the performance on that. Can't really remember who scored, who done what. It was so long ago, and it's back in my drinking days. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I was I was pleased with the result, pleased with the performance. I can remember the performance being okay, but was a bit shocked that they didn't test us a little bit more. I think they 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 lost in their cup final that one, Freiburg. Yeah, I mean uh, to 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 remind you, Bravi, it was uh, kudos scoring in uh, about. 40 minutes and, and now um, Alvarez scoring I think his first goal for West Ham um, both in the first half so um, quite a professional job they're done on that game and um, I think it's a really important one to win because it means we don't have to then have that playoff game against the, the team that drops down from the Champions League yeah you know, we finished third in the Champions League so um, we'll talk about another games later on but I think it's an important one for us not to have to have another you know two games so, yeah. so yeah, the lads done the job, you know, got the job done, yeah. got it yeah. over the line, um, and perhaps it was a little bit easier than we thought it would be. But um, but then we, we move on. Uh, it's a game that me and you both went to. So um, what? Three days later, um, another home game, and this time in the Premier League, and the um, resounding three 0 win against Wolves. Yeah, similar similar to the Fiverr game. I thought Wolves were going to test us a little bit more. I thought O'Neill's doing all right up there with Wolves at the moment, um, but yeah, they they just they didn't really threaten us at all. I don't think did they Wolves at all. I, I can remember that being quite a comfortable game, um, no threat coming from Wolves at all that at all, and we we took our chances and, and we played well that game as well. Yeah, I think we played well. There was that again that bit of time after the second you know that second half where which we seemed to do quite a lot and. It hasn't been too apparent lately, but where we just, you know, for the first 10, 15 minutes, we just don't show up. I don't know what happens sometimes. And Wolves had a goal rolled out for offside for Ron Var. I think that um, that would have changed the game, you know. I mean, it was a a narrow one, but it it was offside. So um, we got, not that we got away with one because it was offside, but it it could have been, you know, different. But. yeah, that yeah, might have I mean, knocked the stuffing out of them. To, that was the equaliser as well, when it was for one-one, I think. So, yeah, well, it would have been two-one because um, Kudos scored those two goals, didn't they? Within ten minutes in that yeah. first half, I don't remember remember those. So, um, but yeah, uh, that was the only thing with me. I just thought Wolves were coming more and more into the game, and then sort of, sort of Jared scored about seventy-five, if I remember right, off the top of my head, um, and then that sort of killed the game. Yeah. We... Like I say, I think it was very, um, yeah, I expected a bit more of Wolves. Um, but, yeah, I think it was a solid home performance from us. We didn't, like you say, that that 15 minutes after half-time is 15 minutes after half-time for, for every game that we play. So, if we can negotiate that, then I think we're, we're fine. Um, yeah, I think we've done all right. Kudos is coming into form. Uh, Paquette is awesome. Um Jared's doing well up front on his own, um, and we got—I think we've got a really balanced team. Um, they look like they're dropping back and dropping in as a unit, fighting, um, and it's—it it looked like it's starting to come together in that Wolves game. To be fair, in the, well, the Fireberg and the Wolves game seemed like we were getting back to our our for, for large parts of those games. I thought there was a couple of games. There was a couple of times where I thought we were just 
just, I don't know, switch off for 10, 15 minutes and, and give teams a sniff, you know. Yeah. I just, um, but I do agree. I think we start to look much more balanced and, you know, the, the play between Kudos and Paquetta and Bowen and the way they've been sort of linking up. Even down the, uh, down the two two sides, like Kufau down that side and Emerson down his side as well. They look like that they're working for each other. I think, I think Emerson's had a great season already, yeah. too, you know. Emerson and Piquetta down that side, and it and Kufau and Kudos down the other side. It seems like they work for each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think the fullbacks tend to push too far on, and I don't think they need to because Piquetta and Kudos are that good. So, they're not saying that they don't do it. They do. They do push on quite a bit, but it it's, it's got the right balance. So it's just not like a a free for all. Do you know what I mean? Every every runs an overlapping run. It's not. It's not like that. We don't need to be like that, which is. Which sort of saves us if we if we do lose the ball and we're going backwards. Yeah, no, look, I agree. I think it's time and place to you know to you know affect their win backs, and they. But when you sort of need to double up and and get an overlap in and stuff like that, I mean, you know, that seems to be happening at the right kind of times. Um, but you know, I just think we look far more um, solid as a unit in in midfield um, than, and I think. Alvarez has, has brought that to to us. I've only seen him have one iffy game, I think. Yeah. Um, but apart he, from that, you know, on form as well, isn't he? Yeah, well, it's five goals this season. I know he's got his new contract. I mean, that's another thing we could talk about later. But uh, I don't know if we're stalling here because three days after that Wolves game was um, a painful one up in Anfield. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? Because, you know, again, a lot of... I, I, I get it. There was a lot of... I mean, some of the comments that Moore said after that Liverpool game did irritate me, I must admit. Yeah. You know, saying that, oh, they're better than us and all this kind of stuff. It just was defeatism to me. Um, you know, who cares if they, they've got a better team than us? You know, you, you go out there and put the effort in and you try and you tactically try and, you know, stop them from playing. I mean, there's nothing new about football, but to just turn around and say, no, oh, I mean, better team than us was, was uh, if, you know. If you, if, if you look at it, I mean, uh, you look at it, if you win that one, you're, you're two games away from Wembley. Um, and, and potentially, depending on who you play at Wembley, if you, well, if you win it as well, You've got European football game. So you've got two two free games to negotiate there. Okay, Liverpool away is, is an extremely hard game and we ain't done well up there for years. Um, I've seen us lose up there with full strength teams out year after year. So I don't know. I don't know. I would have liked to have seen them lay a glove on them, um, which, is, which is the most disappointing thing about that result is that we just didn't lay a glove on them at all. We let them have a free ride through. Um, and then, yeah, Moise's attitude after the game wasn't great. Um, it's, it's, it's never good, is it, when you're losing the 6,000 fans up there on a on a Wednesday or Thursday night, whenever it was, three days, week before Christmas or something like that. And they put they turn in the performance and the team like that. Yeah, no, it's 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 not acceptable, not acceptable to to go that far in a competition that we could potentially win. We just knocked out Arsenal. Let's go and knock Liverpool out in their in their backyard. They they had a weakened team out as well, um, but unfortunately we didn't see any benefit of that weakened team. 
because we weakened our team so much as well. So, yeah, no, exactly, and that was the point. If we had a near a full strength team against a weakened Liverpool team, you you're in with half a chance, and yeah. But uh, I think the problem was is that everyone saw what the team sheet was, and has just gone. We're not going to win this game, no. uh, and, it, and that's the way it turned out. And we, we got embarrassed in the end. We, we, we there's no way. There's no way that Moyes put that side out and thought we could win that game. There's no way you can't you, you can't sit down hand on his heart and say to us, "I put that team out because I thought that was the best option of us winning that game." Impossible. So uh, he's done it for whatever reasons he's he's got in the background. He's he's done it a couple of times this year. Olympiacos away, pointless. Should have just gone for the gone for it and wanted to rest players because we had Everton at home the next on the Sunday. Yeah, uh, didn't work out for him, which we lost. Yeah, um, yeah. I much rather I rather would have won and, and cemented the European qualification at Olympiacos and lost on Sunday to Everton, but instead we lost both. So it's not. Yeah. It's difficult what we do. We tend to rest players and do this and do that. Oh, we'll rest this for this game and then we end up screwing up two games rather than one. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I wasn't I, happy with that. No, I agree. And I thought he brought a lot of criticism on, his, on himself there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, however, in hindsight, what we know now, was it a right... It's never going to be the right decision, is it? We, you know, we're a club like West Ham, where, you know, we get close to any kind of success because um, we're so starved of it over the years, um, and you know because of the effort that the supporters have put in to get, you know, to get somewhere what two hundred odd miles away from from where they live, you know, four hundred mile round trip. Um, yeah, as, as you say, five days before Christmas um, to see him get throw the game and get get tonked and then for the manager to come out afterwards and say we're not you know Liverpool are better than us did he not say as well did he not say the fans are they expect too much did he not turn around and say that I thought someone say that Moise said the fans expect too much now you're like well I expect that whatever happens I expect them to lay a glove on whoever they play I'm not happy if we get turned over and we don't lay a glove on someone Hmm. but um yeah, I, I, I thought he. I mean, quite easily you could have played the full team and lost five one up there anyway. So yeah, I mean, look potentially, potentially, but then Liverpool could have a full strength team out. You know they're not. Yeah. So you know, I think you could have had a pop at them. You know, I think you could have had a pop and you say lay lay a glove on them. But you know, he done what he done. Um, again, some of that I put back to the you know the transfer window in in the summer where we didn't get in. You know, we didn't get that additional striker in that we needed. You know, um, you know, defensively, you know, could we have done with some fullbacks? Maybe. Yeah. You know, we didn't really fulfil. Or we had a decent window. You got um, Kudos and Al- Alvarez in. You know, um, we'd already lost Rice. Um, then, you know, <laughs> did it bolt the team out knowing that we've got to play Europa League as well? Yeah, no, I don't think yeah. So I think it's a, you know, I think it's, I don't know, of the team and what they've done in the last couple of years. But we'll see what they they do in this transfer window. Although they keep saying, you know, it's not the time to buy players this window. So we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, it was a whole bunch of potatoes before Christmas to see them, you know, 
another chance, like say, if well, Silverware get to a Wembley final. I mean, when's the last time we was in a Wembley final? I turned, or, off, I turned off know. at half time. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not doing this. So then, another three days later, uh, home game against Man United. Yes, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I was working the game at that one, so I couldn't go to that. So yeah, I got in just about half time. Um, I thought we, I thought we played really well. The, the from what I, what I see of it, um, typical of your, of your press and your sky, um, turning around and saying, "Oh, Man United played badly. Man United played badly." No, this is. This I is thought Man United played all right in the first half of that game. To be honest with you, yeah, I thought they were better I, than us in the first half. But... I don't, I don't think, I think they was better than us from what I was listening to and coming home from work on in the first half. But it wasn't when I when I actually watched the game, got in and watched it. I thought we was on the front foot. I thought we looked dangerous every time we went forward. Organised at the back. Um, right, well, right through midfield, really. If you if you try and get the ball back. We seem to drop into this sort of style of play where we get everybody behind the ball and we win it back and then we go again. And, and it was really, really working for us. I think some of the decision-making with the final balls and, and and how long they're holding on to the ball, like Paqueta and Kudos was pretty guilty start of the season holding on to the ball too long. I think they're making the better decisions when they've got the ball. And I, I thought we thoroughly deserved the win um, and, and played really well. It wasn't a case of Man United played badly. I think we we, yeah, we I, done a job on them. I think, I think um, obviously just, there's some luck with it with the Bowen goal where the, it sort of comes off the keeper and goes in, but you just take those. They're just you know, yeah, you know, whatever they get, however it happens. But you know, obviously the, the kudos goal was a was a good finish. Yeah, again, you know, I mean. The way that it's you know this bloke's come on and when I when he first started joining I was a little bit sceptical I thought he looked a bit slow he looked predictable about cutting inside all the time now but I mean the, the guy's found his feet hasn't he and he's yeah. um, he's making a real difference and the way he can link up with Paqueta, um like say and Bowen and and I think it's more it's really as well. impressive really impressive so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, think, think linking up with Wall Prowse and Wall Prowse pulls pulls wide sometimes to get into the into the triangle sort of thing with um, Paquetta and and uh, Emerson, and he comes wide and that that helps. And I think Boeing comes across as well. They make it like a like a cube and knock it between themselves. And it, it, there's there's an idea and a game plan to most of what we do. Um, but I don't think we we haven't got a B we haven't got a B plan, have we? And I don't think a lot of teams in the league this year have got a B plan. You look at uh, that was one of the things that we talked about previous, wasn't it? Is that yeah. we play one way and then so especially when we're given possession, we seem to start struggling a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you look at look at everyone: Arsenal, Tottenham, uh, Newcastle, Liverpool at the start of the season as well. They, no, no one's got a B. B plan of how they play. Everyone plays pretty similar every week. Even Brighton, everyone plays pretty similar every week. They don't tend to have like a someone that can come on and change the game and change your formation and stuff like that. They're all pretty rigid in how they how they operate this season. It's a bit weird. So I think when you do go one or two down, you're in you you're struggling. Do you know what I mean? Because it's obviously not working, and you haven't got a B. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I think um, 
But Man United are on this run. I mean, <laughs> even though they're only three points behind West Ham in the league, but you know, to them, they've had this sort of terrible season so far. But um, you know, when you look at it, really, that um, you know, the top six, uh, which includes us, by the way, yeah. Um, and then it's a three-point gap, and then you're down to Brighton and Manchester United, and then sort of Newcastle are 29 points, and you know they're like five points away from us. So, um, yeah, I think that um, you know there is sort of a gap appearing there. Long may it continue, hopefully. But, yeah, fingers crossed. Um, yeah, I, I think Man United will get themselves sorted anyway. But it's, yeah, you yeah. Know, probably a good time to play them. You know, I mean, not was it after that game? Man United then went and beat Aston Villa, which were then two nil the down, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were the form team in the yeah. in the league. So yeah, it's been pretty difficult to to predict. And um, takes us on five days later after the Man United game um, was another win over Arsenal. Yeah. Um, yeah, another West Ham performance where we're away from home. We get very little possession. I think they had like seventy odd percent possession if I remember right yeah uh, but we was you know we got that early goal um I think it's been proved that it was a goal that that, that you know Boeing had passed it to Suchek it was still in play yeah uh to stop them uh, them crying and um you know we got that goal and we had something to build on and then yet again you know set piece all Prowse puts ones in the box and then there's you know Mavropanos who's who, uh He's really come on, you know, where Gwed hasn't been playing. And I suppose also one to say on that game is Ogbonna, where, you know, at the start of the season, uh, I'm thinking, you know, this might be his last season, but he's had some storming games yeah. for us, uh, really? you know, I was, lately. I was out with the, with the lads Christmas drink on that day. So we, we, was, we was up King's Cross anyway. So he was in a restaurant in King's Cross and my mate had it on his phone. Um, yeah, it was quite. I mean, because because obviously it had a bit of a skinful. Then it was. It felt like the goals had gone in. He's going like, yeah, we scored and like bloody hell, we scored and we're looking. We're in quite a nice, quite a nice restaurant as well. And uh, like, yes, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> screaming sort of thing because we scored. And then it felt like five minutes later when we scored again. I was like, bloody hell, we scored again. What's going on? Um, it got so we got so excited that they stopped serving us at the bar at half nine. <laughs> Sorry, so you can't have no more. The bar's closed. Like, what are you talking about? It's half nine. <laughs> um, but yeah, even coming out coming out of there was right by King's Cross Station. So obviously there's a lot of gooners that had come out um, early, I suppose, because they'd had enough. Because from all accounts, they'd had like thirty shots on goal and stuff like that. So obviously done what we usually do when it's not going your way, get on the get on the early train home. And we've done the old usual coming out people coming out of King's Cross with the scarves on and that, oh right, mate, how'd you get on tonight? <laughs> and we're winding everyone up that we've had a bit of a skinful. Um yeah, they even I got on the train from Tottenham Al back to back to my way and uh, there's a few Arsenal on there and I said said to the one one bloke on us, tell you what mate, you can uh, you can keep that extra money you're going to give us for rice because I think you need it to get a striker. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, the train was pretty busy and it was pretty full of them and they they weren't very very receptive to me, but I was laughing quite hard at them. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I've got I can talk to Arsenal fans because I think they're 
they're more realists, a bit more like us. They're, they're, they're real fans. They, they're not rose-tinted glasses. Do you know what I mean? So we end up chatting with some I, don't know, I think they've been going that way. I mean, I think they've been going that way, to be honest with you. Again, very, very spursy. But, um, yeah. but yeah, no, it was, it was a great result. Is um, you know, the only damper for me in that whole game was bloody missing the penalty. Oh, at the end. that would have been, <laughs> that would have been lovely. But, you know, which is indicative of, of Benny and the way he's performed this season. You know, he's yeah. in somewhere else, and he. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it's, to be that. to be fair to him, he's, he's a lot of people saying he, he's got to go. He's got to go. He's been like this ever since we've had him. He, he's not. He's not a worker. He's never going to be a worker. You maybe you put him in Man City's team. He he might be all right, but he. <laughs> He's not a worker, is he? I mean, he's, he he scored goals for us on our run up to winning the European Cup. Uh, he scored the penalty in the final. Uh, he, he's he, for me, he just can't he can't have a legendary status just because he doesn't look like he's going to die for the shirt. Do you know what I mean? Which I think he's quite harsh sometimes because do you know what I mean? You you'll get players that don't die for the shirt for for every club, but put. They, they do well. Do you know what I mean? They score important goals. They'll make important blocks. They'll do their job, but they don't look like they're giving 100% all the time. And he, he falls into that category. Of He doesn't look like he's giving 100% all the time. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, we can talk about that in the transfer window, but, um, you know, it just looked like Tim, you know, no confidence. I, there is stuff going I'm sure there's stuff going on there because I'm not. Yeah. You know, like I said before, the Algerian manager got him by the throat. Yeah, and, and he come off. So there's stuff going on there. And so he hasn't, sure he hasn't been picked, but... has he, for the uh, African Cup of Nations? He's not. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, he hasn't been picked. And and as well, don't forget, he's facing the ex-Brentford goalkeeper. I don't know whether he was there when uh, Benny was there. Yeah, so when be. he when he stepped up, I was like, oh yeah, that's the Brentford goalkeeper. He's going to save it, and he saved it. So. It would have been yeah, nice. It, for, it would have been nice for the goal difference, wouldn't it? But yeah, um, no, exactly. Um, but you know, three points is three points. Okay. If you win yeah. one nil, five nil, still get three yeah. points. Yeah. Um, I suppose with the the Tonkin of uh, Fulham, it would have been nice for the goal difference. But there yeah. we go. Uh, and then obviously it was last night's game against Brighton, which I think um, cured my insomnia. Anyway, um, yeah. but I'm not. I, I'm not surprised with because I think the number of games that they've played, they've played nine games since the 3rd of December. Yeah. Um, you know, which is just nuts, considering when you think about, you know, we've only played 20 Premier League games. We've played 20 Premier League games. We've played nine games, you know, in a month. And, um, you know, and eight of those are in the... Um, I'm sorry, seven of those in the Premier League, you know, one League Cup and one Europa League. So, you know, it's um, and this is it. I mean, crazy. I mean, even getting people through the door. I mean, yeah, yesterday was the bad weather, and I think a couple of the train lines were down and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, it looked a bit empty there. It looked a bit flat. Sounded a bit flat as well, and even on the telly. Um, and the game matched everything to do with it. But then, this is what this is what you're saying. Like, this is what I'm saying about Sky and broadcasting corporations and stuff like that. All right, they give give the clubs loads of money and they expect to put a game on the telly and be entertained every time. But these guys are playing so much football that it's got to come to a head one day. 
and it mm. looked like it come to a head. And sometimes I'm quite glad, as long as we don't lose, I'm quite glad mm. that that spectacle that they've got for their TV isn't the spectacle that they want and the spectacle that they build up because it was terrible. Everything about it was just everyone had had enough. The fo- the football was bad. The 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 crowd couldn't couldn't get going. Uh, some of the crowd couldn't get to the game because of the because of the traffic and yeah, and the weather yeah. incidents and stuff like that and train lines being down and who can afford to take people to games three days like the day that everyone goes back to work and they've got a, they've got a seven thirty kickoff. What what's what's going on with that? I can't I can't work it out. It's it's just done for the telly. All of this is done for the telly. I think I see something about Adrian Durham on the talk sport having a go at the West Ham fans for for this being the best period in our history for however long. It, it doesn't go down to the best period in our history for however long. Every, every every club that plays at home, pretty sure he's beloved Peterborough or Tottenham, I think he supports anyway, but he covers it up with Peterborough. I bet they're, I bet they're arousing on a, on a 12 o'clock Sunday afternoon game if they have, ever have that. Um so yeah, I mean his experience of a crowd and an atmosphere is non-existent if he's a Peterborough fan, really, because they're not, they're not known. right to to talk, and he doesn't have any idea what it's like to support West Ham. But um, no. yeah, look, I, look, I just thought it was a bit of a war of attrition, wasn't it? Really, and, yeah. Um, you know, and it just shows you how stretched we are. You know, you look at the bench, and we got like Casey, Lang, Coventry, Orford. You know, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, that's another one, isn't oh, it? The, yeah. We lose out because that te- that game's on the telly. We could have had kudos, um, and and that, yeah. that one player could have changed the game for us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose the Paquetta injury is a concern, isn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah, especially when kudos we know he's going, he's going to be out, and and, and Benny is so you know so far out of form, and, yeah. and you know he proved it again yesterday and been getting the hook after what seventy odd minutes. So. Um, yeah, and that's the other thing as well that I found strange that he made one substitute, and I'm glad that Mumbamba got a bit of a bit of first team football. But okay. one substitute when you're struggling with it just shows you, you know. And we still had Cornet, Cresswell, yeah. you know. I've turned off the game at half time. I think the missus had seen so much football over Christmas and stuff like that, and I was yeah. moaning so much. She was like. Why are you actually bothering? This is like nothing's actually happening in this one. I was like, yeah, all right, turn it off. <laughs> put put whatever you want on. Um, so yeah, I turned off at half time again. It's just I can't. Yeah, I, I think um, so. Boring. You know, Ariola made some, some good saves in that good top saves. So I think he's been he's been another um, one this season who's who's really come on any Ariola. But um, yeah. but yeah, well, look I, I, over that kind of period, you know, and the number of games that we played, I think. You know, we'll, we'll we'll take that nil nil against yeah. Brighton. You know, they're no mugs. You know, I saw them no. play Spurs on the telly. Uh, what was it a couple of days beforehand or whenever it was? And um, actually, the Spurs could have come back and drew four four. But um, you know, they they'd sort of wipe the floor with Spurs. So um, yeah, I think it's a decent result and it keeps them, you know, three points behind us in the league. So um, yeah, that's... after all that number of games and the players that we got out, I think um, you know we'll take that. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take where we are. I'll take all of our results over Christmas. Um, it's it's a decent decent end of the year. Yeah. Um, not not an atrocious start to the year, 
But um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy as we are. What six points from safety? So um, anything from the, after that is a bonus for me. So if we can keep keep getting, well, we've got. I think we've got the most Premiership points that we've ever had at this stage of the season, haven't we? Yeah, we only need six more points and um, hit yeah. the magic forty points. So, uh, so yeah, and then obviously you know the next game, Bristol City in the Cup. I don't know what kind of team is going to put that out. Well, that, so, that's, um, that's a worry to me. That one, that yeah. is a big worry to me. Um, I think City, City have got some good players. I think they're doing all right in their league, aren't they? Championship. Not doing too bad. I think they lost to Millwall the other day, uh, which is a terrible result. I think they're a bit inconsistent, I think. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think we'd, we'd, you know, I can see maybe uh, it's going to be Benny get a, get a chance. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I don't think it will. I think it's going to be Ings, Benny, mm. players like that, Cresswell, Courtney, maybe. I don't know. Courtney, you know what's happened to him? He's still in the freezer cabinet, falling out, isn't he, Courtney? Yeah, Courtney. So, um, we've already done over the 30-minute mark, so let's get through the... Um, mind you, there's a lot to discuss there to, to yeah. go over. So, we go over the transfer window and just some of the stuff. And I mean, the one that came up yesterday was Eric Dyer, wasn't it, from Spurs? Yeah. So, if we try and rattle through these fairly quickly, um, any interest in that one? Uh, no, no. Same right, as Eric okay, Maguire agree. for me. <laughs> Jonathan Tal, who's the um, centre-half at Bayer Leverkusen. Don't know enough about him. Um, I've heard, I've only heard about him since the German fellas come across to us. I think did he, was he did he was he not a Premiership club before? Or did someone else try and get him? Sorry, no, I don't think so. I know. I, he's think, a bit so. I think we, we were sniffing around him again, um, and then we opted for Mavropanos, didn't we, during the summer? So yeah, I think he's uh, a bit of a man mountain, and he and I don't know whether he would yeah. actually want to join us. It's difficult, isn't it? Because the price of the players goes up and stuff like that. And it's a bit of a... I don't know. I don't know about him. I'll take someone someone else at the back anyway. But, yeah, um, that German fella's worked with him before. I think he's worked with that Matthew Panis before. I've seen him play in the league. So, if it's his recommendation, I think I'll go with it. Because it'll be either a decent first-team starter or a decent um, squad player. And I think we need... Decent squad players at the moment. Um, so Hugo Ekateke, which is a uh, he's at Paris Saint Germain, he's a 21 year old striker. We tried to get him before, when I think he was in the battle with Paris Saint Germain to try and get him, uh, but he went to Paris as a permanent deal. hasn't played lots there. He's uh, young, 21, six two. Um, maybe possibility for loan on him. Yeah, yeah, striker. We need a striker. Um, was he the fellow that was at Reigns or Lens or something last year? Um, yeah, he was... Um, 21 he was goals good. or something he'd scored, didn't he? You're going to ask me a question now. And I'll, I'll have to yeah, check. I can, I can remember thinking he, he... I could see why they would take a risk on him. Um, so, yeah... I, I mean, we need to take a risk on someone up front, uh, as long as it's not too financially heavy. Yeah, perfect idea, loan loan to buy. Um, yeah, you're right. But, yeah. He was at win. Let's uh, let's give him let's give him a go. We need we need to get more bodies in, as far as I'm concerned. That maybe are not going to go straight into the first team, but need a backup for the first team because if Bowen gets injured now, we're we're pretty much in the hole, aren't we? 
them six points are going to get going to be a struggle to get. Although apparently Antonio is not a million miles away from coming back. Apparently, so okay. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, Eddie and Ketchia. No. Arsenal. No. <laughs> no. Geezer's rubbish. Okay. Can't believe um, he actually gets in Arsenal's team. He's rubbish. Garassi, who's the striker at Stuttgart, who's 27. I think he's Senegalese. Um, scored quite a few goals in the Bundesliga. And I think he's, I think his buyout clause is only about 17.5 million. But I think teams like Manchester United and, and maybe even Liverpool are like... What did you say his name was? Garassi. I don't know. I've, I've only smoked AstroTurf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pond stuff a Del Boy that one. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I, the wrong okay. way round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Walt, Walker Peters uh, at Southampton, twenty six, um, was I think come through the ranks of Spurs, joined Southampton, um, mm-hmm. decent fullback. Don't know. I think I think someone else would have picked him up by now at twenty six. I think he's probably at his level. I don't think he's going to improve us as a squad player, or he's not going to go straight into the first team. Okay. So, no. He's got Premier League experience, hasn't he? So Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh and Matson who was who's at Chelsea but was the one who's um was at Burnley on loan, had a really good season at Burnley. No, uh, didn't want to come to us. Didn't want to come to us in the summer, so no. So no from me. Okay. Uh one guy I, I wanted to speak about as well was um Ipswich player, Connor Chaplin. He keeps banging them in, he's been with it's, I don't know anything about him, how old he is. I'm guessing he's an attacker. Um, but he's been with them all through the leagues and he keeps banging in goals. Um, I haven't seen much of him lately, so I don't know whether he's injured or, or not. Um, young, I think he's like a, reminds me of a little bit of like Mark Ward sort of player. Um, short and stocky. and uh, Gets his foot in as well. I do I know a little bit about this bloke. Because... Yeah. Um... Obviously, Ipswich, which is just across the border in the Suffolk from from me, so I know that he. I think he started out of Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, I think Ipswich got him from Barnsley, but um, I think he's about twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. But I think he, you know he's a forward, but he's like he's like about five five, maybe five six or something like that. You ain't gonna be able to get the ball into the box to him. You know he's gonna, you know, with a powerful header, he's gonna be um, maybe that fox in the box kind of type. I think player. he'd be the one that would be coming onto it in the box or yeah. at the edge of the box. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just think we need probably someone with a little bit more physical presence. But certainly, yeah, opportunity there. I'm well, I've got plenty of physical out. presence. Yeah. Like you got no pace. How <laughs> <laughs> you get about Only when there's a gap at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just looking there. So he scored 43 goals in 107 games for Ipswich. Mm. Yeah. So and he's 26, and he's five foot six. So I don't think they're too bad. Yeah. And he did start off at Portsmouth. So. Um, okay. So yeah, maybe. But not anyone that I've. I don't know if it, it's which we're looking to sell. They're getting quite close. But they've got potential trying to get in the Premier League, and they. Yeah. Um, so in terms of outs, then uh, Kira on his way to potentially Monaco on loan. Good. 
Ben Rama. Uh, harsh, harsh one, but if we, uh, I think they're trying to balance the books. I don't know what he's on and what they could get for him. But yeah, if he's on, if he's on sixty, seventy, eighty grand a week, I think we could get someone. I think Leon are after him, aren't they? Uh, we could we could use that money a little bit better. I think that's probably his, that's probably his problem. He's on he's on a decent wage, probably with Kira as well. They're on a decent wage, uh, and we can get people in for for better that will come for probably less than the money that they're on. And you get someone that wants to wear the shirt. Okay. Uh, for nails? Again, don't know what he's on. I'd like him to stay. I think he's. I think he's a decent squad player. I don't think being out of the team has helped him at all. You've seen him have a couple of shockers when he's when he's actually been in the team. I thought he'd done all right last night, mm. for what I see. Uh, but yeah, I don't think Moyes really likes him anymore, does he? Um, I don't know whether he wants him to do a job. Get more game do. Time. With, with kudos and that, they're going to need someone who plays out wide. He can do that, can't he? And um, I still don't think he's been his best position, but he might get some game time. So I wouldn't be surprised if he started. Uh, do you know? I, I I think I if you put him in the middle, if you I, I don't know whether he's tried to do this with him and say, look, I think I want to play you as cover for Suchek and uh, Alvarez because he's got that busyness about him as of Alvarez and he will put his foot in I think that's what he's tried to turn him into this year and I don't think he wants to do that I think he still wants to play out wide and go forward and score goals but I think his his knowledge uh, we, we've got better players than him in that, that area at the moment so I think he wants to use him as like defensive midfielder coverage I think he'd do alright there but I don't think he wants to do it. Corne, right. uh, still defrosting, yeah. Still defrosted. Don't know what he's like. Don't know if he's any good. If he's no good, get him out of the club. What, what are we doing? Um, yeah, he doesn't play. Giz doesn't play. Bought him. It felt like Chelsea. We just bought him so Burnley couldn't have him. <laughs> strange. And, and the strange, talking of strange, anyway, is Kufau. So, obviously, that cut sort of broke. Um, a day or two ago that, you know, the, the rumours are he's unhappy, West Ham activated an extra year on his contract. Um, apparently he's one of the, the lowest paid first team players. Um, obviously didn't play last night and no word of any injury or anything like that. So, um, no, I think he come out on Twitter or Instagram saying he said he had the flu. Um, oh, right. Okay. But, I mean, just give him the money, man. Jesus, he's... He's activated one more year on his contract, so I think someone said he's on thirty-five grand a week, which is ridiculous. Allegedly, which is ridiculous. If he's on that, um, then they should, they should at least bump him up to fifty. I can't imagine he's he's kicking off and wants hundreds. If he's kicking off and wants hundreds of thousands, then yeah, see you later. You're too old for that. Um, but the geezer's won won the shirt with pride. Um, Tried every game. He's, he's a trier, 100%. Um, probably deserves looking after a bit like Oggy. We've looked after Oggy quite well. Um, and I put him in that sort of category as well. Is that we've done, we've used him well. He's served us well. Uh, let's look after him for his last year, maybe. Yeah, no, potentially. I think. Um... I don't know, it just seems to be quite funny how it's sort of with Suchek 
been announced that um, you know he's got a new contract, uh, which is obviously great news. Um, so then suddenly you know the you know, the situation with with Kufel, which is a shame and a very unlike him as a he always you know, struck me as being very professional. But then yeah. you know there was that. You know, got caught on the uh, on the lash when he when he was a, a player, you know yeah. out with the Czech Republic. So I don't know again whether there's something a little bit going on there. Maybe I I, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know. I think he's he's served us well. If we could look after him, like say if there's all the backgrounds working for him as well. I think he's one of them ones that we should look after. Yeah. No. Agreed. Um. Okay. Um. That just like, we really discussed about Suchek and a new contract, and I think we were um, pleased about that. He can, he's not the prettiest of footballers, is he? But you know, no. he does a job in there, and um, he's a fighter. You know, the boys are fighting. Number, number of cuts on his head and stuff like that shows you that he's willing to, you know, to, <laughs> to battle and go into battle and put his head in, uh, in places perhaps he shouldn't do, but you know, um, yeah. Um, yeah, the boys are fighter. That's good, and looks like Moyes is going to get a new contract as well. I know that was discussed after the Arsenal game, and it's gone a little bit quiet now. But um... yeah, I think I think I think both of them are like the board and him understand each other. The board will back him if he does all right, and they will tell him no if he doesn't do all right. Do you know what I mean? And I think Moyes understands that he he gets it. I think he's under Moyes understands himself more now. Of where he can have a have a fantastic season, then it'll look great. Um, but I think he understands the business side of it. Of I'm not going to get a four year contract on so much money. If I do one good year, you've got to take it year to year. And I think with the managers that are out there and, and potentially to replace him, we, we've I think we've finally got a good understanding of what's going to happen and, and how we need it to happen for us both to, both to be successful because. I don't think we've, we haven't got the money to back someone like a, a Pochettino or, or, or someone like that to come in and spend a load of dough. We can't do that. Yeah. So we've got to build slowly. Um, and I think I think we're, we're right for each other at the moment. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, there's always criticism and, and sometimes quite rightly so, but... You know, um, I think it's a it's a balance. You know, I, don't, I know this is Moyes in thing at the moment, and Moyes out and stuff like that. But I just, I think, you know, it's getting the right balance. I think people should challenge him and should, you know, be critical. You know, and I yeah. think that's the right thing to do because it pushes us to 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 improve. You know, who wants to sit there and watch, you know, games like or maybe last night? But that's understandable. But some of the form running up into before December, you know, was, was we were creaking a bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, you know, substitutions was something that we always had to go out and, and we've said about, um, you know, there's no plan B. Yeah, we're probably not the only club like that, but. You know, what he has brought is stability to the club and he's brought success. We've got a trophy and, you know, last year will be something that I will never forget uh, for an experience that um, was a bit alien to us as well. He was actually winning <laughs> some silverware, which was great. And, you know, um, I think so he's given, given us that, but it, it comes it, with limitations. You, you know yeah. what you're going to get and sometimes maybe, you know, it's better the devil, you know. Yeah, I mean, I just wish he'd give the kids more of a chance use them a little bit more. That's that's my, my 
my ultimate criticism of him is not using the kids. We've got we've got kids that are winning the leagues, FA Cups and stuff like that. And all right, it doesn't work out for for every single player in that team, but we should be lifting one or at least two out of that team and pushing them into the first team and, and they can get a, a career at the top level. And I don't think he really trusts them to do that at any stage. So that's that's my main criticism of him is we've got a good youth set up now, which we haven't had for a good long while. We need to start pulling these people through, like your Joe Coles, like your Lampards, your Rios. They should be really coming through from this. From yeah, this agreed. And like, if you've got a batch of kids that are winning, you know, the, um, was it um, PL2 and you've got um, winning the FA Youth Cup, you can't, you, there's got to be players in there, you know, with yeah. loads and loads of potential. So, you know, some will, you know, break through, some won't. But yeah, yeah it does seem that it's, it's extremely difficult to try and get any breakthrough. I mean, look at Newcastle, they brought out Miley, you know, and he's come in and, and done a really solid job for him. So I'm uh, just thinking, well, I'm sure at West Ham have got someone like that that they could just, you know, bring into the team, but, um, and, but you know, bed them in and give them, give them the chance. But, but I agree. Look, we, we have massively run over a 30 minutes target. Yes. So um, yeah. let, let's, let's prediction. You know, there. Prediction for Bristol City? Oh, that's really difficult, bruv, because we just don't know what team they're going to put out. I think gonna, we might sneak it 2-1. I'm going to go 2-1 on the reverse. I think they're going to they're going to up their game and I think we're going to find it difficult um, to get through. I think, does it go extra time? I don't think... Does this go no, extra time? Think, no, I don't think... I think it goes straight to replay, doesn't it? Does it? But I think... I, I don't think we'll win. I don't think we'll win. We'll leave it at that then. So, just okay. to wish everyone a uh, happy new year. Happy and, new year. Uh, we will endeavour to be back more regular, uh, like we was originally. There's been lots going on um, over the last month or so. But yeah. um, glad to be back and we'll hopefully be in a more regular basis. Um, thank you again for everyone that's, that's listening and continue to, to listen and support us, um, not only here in the UK, but uh, you know globally. And um, we'll we'll leave it there. We'll wrap it up there, and you know, hopefully, we'll be back and be commenting on a a win in the FA Cup. But the, the Claret Blues brothers are back.